Everybody, Beth Wee in the studio talking about funky family relations. So why are you listening to this podcast? Maybe you saw the name and you said, oh yeah, I got to listen to those. Maybe you're just perusing through podcasts and you're here. But this is the interesting part. Pretty much everybody I know has an occasion to deal with funky family members. However you got your seat listening to this podcast, let's make the most of it. Let's get started by getting our minds set on the subject at hand. I'm going to ask you a few questions to see if you're really ready. Here we go. Do you have a funky family relationship? With whom? Picture that person in your mind if you can. Here's my next question. Can you be yourself with them? Or when you do that, do you feel uncomfortable? Or do you think they try to make you feel uncomfortable? Are they critical or judgmental in general? Or is it an even give and take? Still got that person in your mind? How do you feel after you've been with them for a little bit? Do you feel good? Do you feel bad? Are you drained? Are you energized? So think of that person still. Do you share the same values with them? Do they expect you to be successful? And when you are, do they celebrate that success? Or do they look at things with negativity and only want to talk about it when it's been a failure? Here's the big question for you. Are they committed to relationship with you? Chances are good that at this point, you know why you're listening to this podcast. There's a man named Troy Dunn who wrote an interesting book called Family, the Good F Word. He made a statement that I think is really important, especially at this point as we get into this idea. And the quote goes like this, time heals almost no wounds. What heals a wound is good treatment. And that doesn't come from sitting there waiting. Okay. So we're not going to wait around to have good family relations. If we have funky family family relations, it's time for us to think about actions. I've always heard that actions speak louder than words. And I remember this woman, Emma, that I worked with years ago. And she told me that when she went to stay with her dad, he would lock her and her brother outside and tell them to play so he could drink. And then he would tell them, don't tell your mom. So what did those actions say to that little girl? Maybe it told her that she wasn't as important as drink. Maybe it told her that she wasn't allowed to be truthful with her mom. Maybe it told her that to be loyal to her dad, she had to be a liar. Maybe that she was in on it with her dad, that she was part of the dysfunction. That's just one story in millions Everybody listening to this podcast has historic memories of family dysfunction. They say 95% of American families are dysfunctional. So 
95% of adults probably still suffer from scars of funky family relationships. We know the extremes that keep us out of balance. So you're listening. Who are we? Who are the people listening to this and nodding their heads? I'll give you a few for instances. Some of us are in the middle of our lives feeling overwhelmed by stuff we can't fix by ourselves. That's common from family dysfunction. We're unsure that we're valuable in the whole scheme of life. Like in the big picture, do we have a real purpose? Or we're in a comparison study. We're not being who we are, but we're constantly sizing ourselves up and then changing to be better than we think we are or wishing we were different. Some of us know this one. We love deeply, but we detach regularly regularly just to survive. Many of us are chemically addicted, eating disordered, or sexually challenged. And remember guys, that can go plus or minus. Too much or too little. It's still off balance. We sell ourselves short. We work for less money. We partner with people who don't challenge us. We settle in pretty many areas of our life. We're the people that can be the life of the party, but we never fully open up to anyone. We're surrounded by people, but we're dying of loneliness. Sometimes we're abused or used up, or we're abusive and we use people. Our emotional toolbox only has a hammer in it because we're only sure of the emotion of anger for sure. We have a really high pain tolerance or no pain tolerance at all. We hate our parents or we put our parents on a pedestal. We're loyal to people who don't deserve our loyalty. We don't talk. We don't feel. We don't tell. We act angry when we're hurt. These statements are ringing true for some of you listening. Do you see yourself in a few of them? Do you see yourself in a lot of them? Don't worry. Becoming aware of an issue is the beginning of healing. And one of the hidden emotions for those of us raised in dysfunction is shame. It's a painful emotion marked with dishonor and disgrace. Shame is a condition of humiliation and disrepute. If you feel it, you feel an immediate loss of belonging, as if you don't have a right to belong. Now that's the last thing I want my family to feel when they're around me. How about you? There was a psychologist in uh, San Francisco, his name was Joshua Coleman, and he said this. He said, no two people view an event exactly the same, even within a family. And he calls this the separate reality phenomenon. For example, an action that a parent might call conscientious, a child might see as controlling or intrusive. Each of us sees our lives from our own narrow perspective. I remember when I was a kid, they used to show this picture that could either be a vase or two faces facing each other. Do you remember that picture? Depending on which perspective you took, you were either looking at a vase in the center 
or you were looking at two faces, two outlines of faces facing each other. That's how it is with every situation, event, conversation. Each one of those things means something different to everyone involved. And even to those not involved when we're talking about family, everybody will have an opinion. We get different meanings from the same thing based on our belief systems. Anais Nin once said, we don't see things as we are. We see things as we are. Our minds make sense out of the world based on our core beliefs. So we're talking about family dysfunction here. We're talking about funky family relationships. If you're identifying, won't you stay tuned and listen to the second part of this podcast? We're going to get into talking about our core beliefs and what makes them up. I promise you, it'll make a difference. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.